Carol. Have you ever thought, because we're such hoarders and we have so much stuff, how stressful the thought of moving house is going to be? Oh, it's going to be a nightmare, but I know of a great service for that. Oh? It's Van Butler Glasgow. Ah, Van Butler Glasgow. They understand how stressful the thought of moving home, office, or storing your precious effects can be. That's why they stand above the rest and devote themselves to giving you a seamless service and ensure that you have a stress-free move. So let the Van Butler team take care of you. They are immensely proud to offer you their first-class service, whether it be a complete home move or help with a storage solution. The team at Van Butler Glasgow will be there to fulfil your needs. They are a family business of good standing and experience. Their staff are thoroughly trained to ensure that your needs are met throughout the process, so you have every confidence in them. They offer an individually tailored fixed-price quote with no hidden extras. Van Butler Glasgow can move you anytime, anywhere, seven days a week, come rain or shine. That's good, because we live in Scotland and the weather can change every minute of every single day. After all, it's all in the service. And that's why we're proud at the Hughes Musings podcast to be brought to you in conjunction with Van Butler Glasgow. And welcome to episode 71 of the Hughes Musings Podcast. My name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses. And this is Hughes Musings. And that was really difficult. <laughs> Oof. Hello, everybody. Um, so today's episode is going to be a bit coffee and spluttery and sniffly and breathy because... Carol and I both have COVID-19. The Rona. I got the Rona. Ah. Uh, yeah. So we're, we've been pretty ill, hence why we're a little bit late, I think. Maybe half a week late on this episode, just because we have not been in a fit state. We haven't sounded great. We're still a bit husky, still a bit breathy. As I said, you might hear the odd cough and splutter and stuff because, uh, yeah, we've been very much down with the sickness, haven't we, mm, Carol? Definitely, yeah. Hopefully over the worst of it. Yeah, feels like it now, um, mm. especially myself. Um, my fever, thankfully, broke quite early. Uh, so I feel like I'm over the worst. I'm just very fatigued Yes. all the time. Um, how, how are you doing? Yeah, um, my high fever broke yesterday so I feel more human again I've still got a low grade fever um, whenever I do anything I'm instantly sweating mm-hmm. um, my cough's getting worse ah you've got a big old got a big old bark now yeah. um, but yeah as you said just feeling a bit fatigued tired <laughs> yeah feeling very very pathetic yeah yeah, me too. Very and you, you are better. There was a couple of days where <laughs> you couldn't even be in the same room as me. <laughs> you just literally all you were saying was like, "I'm not well." Like that was over and only... over and over and over and over and over again. It was the only thought I had in my head, and I was really suffering. You were, yeah, it was really bad for a bit. Um, but we'll talk. We'll talk about that. So let's talk about some nice things that we did before we got Corona and have. 
gone into isolation yeah, so pre-covid um since we last talked uh what have we done well i'll start because i normally ask you what you what you've been up to so but, john what have you been up to how's oh, your week oh thanks for asking um i went and watched uh wwe wrestling over in the hydro uh in glasgow which was great fun yeah, I had a great time. Me, Alan, Reg, yeah, oh, yeah. There was a moment where we were in the queue, and I looked around, and it was just full of children. And and I looked at them, and I said, "Guys, like, have you ever felt so middle aged?" <laughs> and Reg turned around and went, "Yeah, no, but it's great, isn't it?" So yeah, it was just really good. Yeah, we had a big old childish time and went to watch the wrestling. It was really good fun. Yeah, I mean, I've been to wrestling shows in the past and they are amazing. You get caught up in all the atmosphere and... Yeah, it's good. definitely, definitely. I think there's just something about the scale Mm. of of WWE. Yeah. Especially the kind of just transports you a bit. Yeah. Because I've been to watch like smaller company wrestling shows yeah like not just amateur ones but i mean like professional -professional? ones but yeah Mm. but like not such big well-budgeted companies and Mm -hmm. and it's it's good it's good fun but there's just something about seeing like you know wwe wrestling in the state in the arena there and just you know having that i remember i went to a couple of my dad and he because he got tickets for free because I don't know the right word for it, but because he was like in the business, merchant. Yeah, he, he or was something. doing merchant stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, we weren't selling anything there, but he was giving these like promotional tickets. So there was yeah. like, a section of us that were all like shop owners or like retailers. So we were mm-hmm. in like a separate section, and it was one in Scotland. So it was at the SECC. It wasn't the Hydros before that? And I remember it was it so- something X. Like who was like there was like a group of them. DX. DX. Uh huh. And it was yeah. like green. Yeah, green and black. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, that was the theme of it. That was everywhere. And I remember when the guys in the middle of the the ring saying like into the thousands, not watching at home because it wasn't like a. It was film. a house like, show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So it was really that's like one of the best memories of it. it was so funny. Mm. Well, see, that's what that's what it was this time as well. It wasn't televised. It was a no. house show. Yeah. And uh, it was it was good because the the wrestlers tend to have quite a lot of fun. Yeah, they kind of push on a house it a show. Bit more, Aye, they have they? a bit yeah. of a laugh and try things <laughs> and are messing about. And it was the last one of the British tour, so they went from like London and travelled all the way right, up. Right. Uh, so Glasgow was the last one of the house show tour. So they were just having a, a, a riot. Like, and there was uh, there was some wrestlers there that I didn't think that much of. Right, weren't watching them on TV. I go, no, nah, they're all right. They're mm. a bit annoying, but you know they're okay. Saw them live fantastic yeah. like really good live wrestlers i was like oh no i appreciate your craft a bit more there yeah and vice versa as well people that i thought were really good soul editing and then <laughs> when i was watching them i was like oh, it feel it didn't feel like to to have any urgency it was all felt very choreographed mm. and the idea is that you sell it like it's not you know yeah. so yeah. so yeah it was it was interesting to watch some of the live ones but just while you're talking about the old ones bit of a small tenuous link to fame that i think we've talked about before with mm. you is that when you used to go and watch those wrestling shows with your dad mm-hmm. you used to see a wrestler there called drew galloway well not at the wwe ones no no but, but yeah at the the british i don't know what they're called british champion wrestling or something bcw yeah right that was his yeah his og place uh, where he where he started off 
Yes, as Drew McIntyre. Well, as Drew Galloway then. Oh, Drew Galloway, sorry, yeah. I is uh, Drew McIntyre now. No, but yeah, he's Drew Galloway. And his entrance song was, I am the one and only. Bit of Chesley Hawk, lovely. Yeah, that was his entrance song. Right. Back well, in the day. he was headlining the event that Ooh! I went to see last week. Yeah, you sent me some good pictures, didn't you? I did. I got some videos and pictures. I'll I'll post one or two of them up to uh, the Jews site as well. I'll try and find mine. It's about awkward teenage years, though, where I hate myself. But I'll find a photo of me and him. Yeah, and we can post that. Yeah, too. we didn't we didn't go and do the meet and greet. It's very well, expensive no. to do meet and greet, and we were just like, well, look, we're a bit old, and it's a bit weird if we do meet and greet now. Yeah. Um. So we didn't bother doing any of that because. As we said, it was only a house show, and it was it was nice to see everybody, and you know it was nice to 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 watch the event, but you know it wasn't. I don't know. It was just a fun thing to do. It wasn't like we were going to see a huge event. No. But I have heard rumor that next year they might do SummerSlam, mm-hmm. which is one of the big four uh, in the UK. Right. And it's been thirty years. Since they've done an event, a, a main event yeah. in Britain. The last one was SummerSlam with British Bulldog. And uh, so if they do, I might sort of scurry away a little bit of cash. Gear and up for that, yeah. See if I can go down to watch watch a main event. Very exciting. Indeed, indeed. Um, and then I was supposed to go to London. You were. To, to meet my godson and go and see Georgina and, you know, like... Have the best time. And have a lovely time down there. Go off on my jollies before I started my new job. And... Uh, you fucked that one up, didn't you? Yeah, the day that I was supposed to go down, I started to have a bit of a cough and a cold and I thought, ooh, this doesn't quite feel right. I should probably not go. And uh, it's a good job that we didn't. Yes. So uh, before... We talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you do pre-COVID? My life pre-COVID. My week pre-COVID. Um, yeah. Well, I met up with the lovely Serena. Oh, amazing. From Lena's Melts. Yep. Um, and Serena's Cakes and Crafts. She's got two on the go. She's got it all going on. Um, yeah, after releasing the podcast, she was like getting back in contact again. Like, it's, I think it's been like a year, a year and a half since we last met up. I don't know if it was before the pandemic or if we met up during the pandemic. I think you met up once in between lockdown, so it would yeah. be about just over a year, but uh-huh. maybe 14, 15 months. So we went to our usual spot, Cova, got a nice brunch. Um, it was probably more like breakfast. We did meet quite early. It was like 10 o'clock. That's quite early. Uh, I mean, technically, I'd suppose that is brunch, but I don't know. It depends what kind of person you are, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I got my eggs herbidian. My favourite. What's that one for the people that don't know? So it's a toasted muffin, half a toasted muffin. Yep. Um, with a fried potato scone. Right. Bit of black pudding. Yep. Poached egg, hollandaise uh-huh. sauce. So it's like Scottish eggs Benedict. Basically, yes. Hence why it's called eggs herbidine. Yes, or herbidine eggs. Um, so we had that and a coffee, and then we had a little walk around the centre. Right. And then we went our separate ways, and then I done loads of baking. Oh, ready for your big uh, bake sale for, event thing? Well, yeah, it wasn't a bake sale. It was an afternoon tea, carer's appreciation afternoon. Right. Um, so I baked my pumpkin spice latte muffins. Right. And I made top hats. Yep. And I made a tree bake, a Rice Krispie Treat caramel topped 
<laughs> Too big. It's essentially like caramel shortbread, but the shortbread is Rice Krispie cake. Yeah, but not just like, oh, I mix some chocolate and Rice Krispies. It's like, no, I melted down butter yes, and marshmallows, marshmallows yeah. mm-hmm. and chocolate. Yeah, I mix them all done together. proper. Yeah, the proper way. Um, so I mean, I spent the day doing that. Fucked up the icing, ruined it. Right. Um, How come? So I was following a recipe for coffee, caramel coffee, butter, cream, icing. Right. And it told me to add 100 mils of milk, like a little bit at a time. Right. So it added like 30 mils. Yeah. And I was like, this seems about right. Like this is the consistency I'm happy with, but why have I got so much extra milk? Right. I thought maybe I need to whisk it for longer. So I got out the electric whisk and added in like another 20 mils of right. milk. Whisking it, whisking it, whisking it. It was getting runnier and runnier and runnier. Yeah. But I'd used all my icing sugar. So it got runnier and runnier and runnier <laughs> and runnier. It was not thickening at all. We have no corn flour left, but I do have xanthan gum. Yep. Which is the gluten-free version yep. of corn flour. Um, sprinkled a little bit of that in. And fucked it, yeah. Just f- fucked it. It turned what it, it turned into chewing gum. Oh right, okay. So it just solidified. It then, went not to even... coffee gum, basically. <laughs> okay. So I was like, not to worry. I'm working tomorrow. I finish at five. I'll grab some more ice and sugar on the way home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then shit hit the fan. The fan on Thursday. How's that, Carol? Well, another area went down. So, and the manager called from that area. Like, not even, like, another area in my office. Like, another office went down. Right. Um, so, their manager called, like, this is an emergency. I need to speak to a manager. Managers are all in meetings. or like, ah, what are we going to do? So, finally, managed to get it sorted. Um, as I said, the other area went down. So, we just had to drop everything, support them. Mm-hmm. And I ended up out on shift. So. Right. On the Thursday. On the Thursday night. Right. And then all day Friday. So after all that, I and missed then my coffee. you didn't get to go and have <laughs> your appreciation day on no, Friday. Missed it. It has kind of helped us though. And uh, yeah, looking back, I would have been infectious then. Well, yeah. So yeah. although we would we would be wearing masks and stuff like that, like if we're eating and stuff, we'd have taken them off. Or if we're having a coffee, we'd have oh, taken I mean, off. So you probably would have had to yeah. shut down the company or something. Whereas, cause I was out on the field. <coughs> So because I was out in the field, I was wearing my barrier nursing. Yeah. So that that doesn't class the co- close contacts because I had, uh-huh. you know, all my PPE on. Yeah, because... So I started feeling worse from the Thursday into the Friday. And the Friday was very much like a fog. Yeah. For me, I don't really remember much of it. Um, I just remember being on the sofa under the blankets a lot. Um, and then going from there, going to the bed back to the sofa, back to the bed, because I was just getting uncomfortable. Yeah, I I lost, like, my comfort in that place, so I had to move to another, but I couldn't really get much further. And I think by the time you got home after all the work that you'd done, like, I remember you sort of touching my head and being like, you are burning up, you you have a really bad fever, and I didn't realise how bad I was. No. Um, Because obviously I'd I'd done a lateral flow test that had come back negative, um, and I'd sent off a PCR test. Oh, 
Yeah. So I'd done everything that I was supposed to do, and I thought, oh, I've just got a really bad head cold. And it wasn't until you came home that night and were like, you've got a really bad fever. Yeah. That yeah. I thought, oh, oh dear. And the frustrating thing is, like, in the past, whenever you've had a fever, I've, like, slept in the spare room or went to my mum's or whatever. But because we have now have access to these lateral flows and they were negative... I was thought like, everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you were like, it's not COVID. This is not what I thought COVID would feel it, like. It didn't feel that bad um, yeah. at first. It wasn't until sort of later into that Friday where I was like, if this isn't COVID, it's a pretty bad flu. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like I said, yeah, I was feverish and really foggy and just not with it. Um, so you came home that Friday night. And yeah, so I was shattered on Friday night because I'd worked mm. obviously my full week in the office. Then I was out shift Thursday night, all day Friday, in another area so it's like almost an hour's drive each yeah. way so I had to leave at You're 6 in the morning yeah. and I was getting home at 11 o'clock at night Um, so I just thought I was quite run down like my back was sore and when I was driving home I was like my back's a different kind of sore Right. it's not a straining sore it's like an achy, achy sore it just right. felt didn't feel quite and I was like I'm, I was like see if he gives me this flu I'm going to be raging with him and I thought I might get tonsillitis or something because that's how my body like copes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Saturday morning, woke up, fever. Yeah, I remember you waking me up about six in the morning yeah. going, I I, I, don't, I don't feel very well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and then, so, let me get the timeline of this right now. So, that was the Saturday morning. Uh-huh. And then... Yeah, we were both just ill that day at home. And then the Sunday... Your did, results came back inconclusive. Sunday, my results came back inconclusive. You did a lateral flow that tested positive. Yeah, and the thing is, I was so convinced it wasn't COVID because like, neither of us had a cough. It was just like a little fever. And I'd heard on the news mm. that there Th- was there's like, a lot of cold and flu going around. There's a lot of flu going mm. about, like a non-COVID flu, because everyone's back in contact mm. with each other, like... Because we haven't been sick for over a year. We, neither, hmm. well, you might have had a little cold, but we've not had the cold or flu or tonsillitis. And I no, I've get just had a few sniffles and that's regular. it. I, but I've got sinus issues. I've got sinus yeah. problems. So I've had that, but like not had a cold. But um, on that Sunday as well, it started to go to my chest. Right. Was when I really started coughing and started feeling Spluttering bad. Um, and then, so yeah. Uh, so I, didn't, yeah, I, I got inconclusive. You did a positive lateral flow, which did, which you didn't co- concentrate on for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was so convinced it wasn't COVID that I just I'd done it and like I left it there and forgot about it. And it was like an hour <laughs> later. So I got out yeah. of bed. Yeah, I was like, yeah. shit, that's just positive. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got the inconclusive back. So on Sunday, uh, we went out to get tested again. Yeah, so I sent, I done one in the house and sent it off and I tried to help John with yours but we were both struggling to get the right bit of the throat so we mm. thought, let's go get someone to help us. Yeah, which turned into a huge rigmarole. Faff. An hour's drive, here, there and everywhere, calling here, calling that. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go into it but the information from the NHS wasn't the most helpful at first. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, yeah, and there was a very rude lady in a car park. Uh, but we'll just breeze on past that because... We're grateful really... to have free tests. Yes, like the NHS does lots of good things for us, just they're massively underfunded and can't communicate with each other properly. Yes. Um, so in the end, we ended up having to go down to the airport 
Yes. Which is the only place in our area <coughs> that does assisted tests. Yes. And because I'd had an inconclusive, I was like, no, I want somebody... We're not risking it again. I want yeah. somebody to do it. Yeah. I want somebody to do it for me so I know it's going to come back with whatever the correct result is. Yes. And then Monday morning, we both had a positive test back. Yeah, so I also got an inconclusive one. So I got an inconclusive and a positive. Yeah. And then you got your positive. So I don't know if the ones that we're doing at home were both come back inconclusive for some reason. But see the one, we went to the test centre. I still done it myself. It's not yeah. like I got assistance. So, and I've that's the first time I've ever had an, an inconclusive test. And I've been doing them every week yeah. for like a year. So like... That's the first time I've ever had an inconclusive. Might have been so. like the batch or something. I don't or know. maybe it was too early to tell. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Or just coincidence that we both just happened to be positive and have inconclusive tests. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So on Monday, we both found out that we had COVID, which we, I think we, even on Sunday, we pretty much knew anyway. Yeah, Sunday I'd phoned my work. I was like, I'm not feeling well. I will not be in. Like, I can't concentrate. Brain fog. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, COVID never, brain fog is, is a definite thing. I can feel it now. Like I feel like I'm talking really slow and struggling to find <laughs> like the next word. I'm saying um and like all the time. And, <laughs> oh. Yeah, this isn't going to be our strongest episode, guys. But no. we're we're muddling through because we want to we want to let you know what's going on and where we're at, and we don't want to leave you abandoned again like we did for six months. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so. We are sort of just working our way through it. So we've been in isolation for a few days now. Feels well, like a month. Oh I mean, my god! To be honest, yeah, we've been isolating since we first started feeling ill. So since Saturday, really. Yeah, Saturday. I yeah, I've not left the house since Saturday. Well, except for going to the chess center. Yeah, and it, it. it was far, it was funny because I was like, John, will they give me the trouble for coming when I'm positive? And John's like, that's the point of these places. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> we've been isolating we've been trying to keep ourselves as entertained as possible and get over the early stages of the illness yeah the first three days for me are a blur like my fever was so high like paracetamol it was bringing it down but i was i was either asleep or dazed like I do not remember Saturday, Sunday or Monday pretty much all like, you said to me for for about 24 <laughs> hours was I'm not well I was really suffering really, like everything ached yeah your, your fever was really bad mine was about 48 hours which was which was bad um, but I was on my own for it it's different when you're on your for own. For the first yeah. day, because so it. that's it. I just kind of put the TV on in the background and put whatever like crap I'd seen before on, and just sort of slept when I needed to sleep and moved when I needed to move, and you know that was pretty much it. Tried to sort of keep myself hydrated and and sleeping as much as I could, and I I sort of got through the worst part of it within sort of forty eight hours, and then like I said, it's all it all went to my chest after that. Yeah. Um and I'm slowly but surely feeling better now. I feel a bit fatigued. Yeah. Um and I feel a bit breathy, but mm. apart from that I'm okay. Uh whereas you're like forty eight hours behind me, sort of thing. Yeah, so I my fever's definitely broke, but I do occasionally have like a low grade fever. Like if I do anything I'm just like I feel myself hot and bothered. Mm. And 
and my taste buds have definitely dulled. Likewise, yeah, taste is because still taste not gone, but it's taste not the same. If something's sweet or if something's sour, but I can't taste. Like I was, as I said, I was eating that tray bake with it's got the caramel layer and the chocolate. Like I couldn't taste the difference. No. I could just tell I'm eating something sweet, and there's a sweetness sure. party mm-hmm. going on inside my mouth. Uh, we did a little test last night, didn't we? Oh, we did. So I was like, John, here's a bottle of soy sauce and a bottle of lemon juice. Put one of them on a spoon, like a drip on a spoon, um, and I'll taste it so so I'll know if my taste buds are gone. Yep, full spoon, full lemon juice. (laughs) Thanks, John. (laughs) Ooh, that was fun. Oh, that was good. Yeah, you could definitely taste. Your face told me that you could definitely still taste. Oh, that was fun. That was sorry. So, yeah, I've noticed the same as well. Like, they're not gone, but they're... It's a change. Not particularly sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, food just tastes like textures. Like, I could taste it a bit, but it's more just a texture thing. And like you said, is that salty or sweet or sour yeah. or, you know, it's... it's you get it's, the vibe of it. <laughs> it's a flavour group rather than a nuance of flavour. So that's yeah. been interesting as well. Yeah, like sometimes I like feel better. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I get up and I'm like, oh, nope. yep. no, the I head can't. goes or something like that. Like I found that I'm much much better now, and I can sort of do stuff during the day. Yeah, but then like as long as la- you get your nap in. Like last night, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a nap during the day, which I have been doing. And last night, I was just done. I was absolutely useless mm-hmm. for like the last like two three hours of last night. So. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting time and it's been an interesting experience for us. Yes, and another interesting thing. Now, I don't know if this happens to everyone that's had COVID. No one's really spoke to about it. But one of the questions when you're doing your COVID test is would you be interested in an antibody test? Right, yeah. So we both said, yeah. And I don't know if everyone gets it or if it's select people, but as I said, no one's spoken about it. But we got them sent in the post today. We did, we did. So that was quite exciting. I feel like I was in a wee lab doing my science experiments. Mm. Um, so I was following all the instructions very clearly and we had to prick our finger to get blood out and ow. <laughs> the It was like you'd been shot. shot. <laughs> it, I was shot with a spring-loaded needle. I was terrified. <laughs> you were shitting To do mine because you, you basically jumped off the balcony like my dad is diabetic and he's got a blood test machine so I've used it before like I know what it feels like and it is sore but this was sorer that was brutal but it's because it's not just a prick it's like a tiny little blade because it's trying to extract enough blood yeah you've got to fucking fill up to a go tube. in the vial so aye, it's, it's not just a, a needle prick it's like a tiny little blade that cuts slightly oh yeah I've got cut on my finger that's surrounded by a bruise and then so I was doing all the like you know you do your jumping jacks and swing your arms about and soak your hand in hot water get the blood flowing so done all that pricked my finger got it halfway full source dried up yeah and I was like shit I need to do this to another finger so it took me a while to kind of psych myself up to do that so let's do it yeah. to another finger and I couldn't get it to work at first I was pushing with all my might and it would not go in yeah. and then I tapped it and it like went in yeah so obviously so, like they're manual things so yeah, they're yeah. not the best so it's like a little plunger yeah and you just you just 
I found the best way to do it was put it in between your fingers and push it hard with your thumb. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <clears throat> um, but just so a little tip for anybody out there doing their antibody tests, make sure that you definitely do get your blood flowing. Yeah, because, because John thinks he's better than that. It didn't bother. Well, I didn't really quite understand what it was that we needed to do. I, I didn't quite get it. I was like, oh, it's only going to be a little bit. And then it was like, oh, you need 60 mil. And it was like, that's quite a lot. Yeah. To come out your finger. So I didn't bother. And then I pricked it and got nothing. Two drips. Yeah, if that. So, yeah, our advice would be is absolutely get that blood flowing. Go, go and I don't know. Run on the spot for like five minutes or something. Well, do that's jumping a bit jacks. <laughs> like just, I've done a couple of jumping jacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get the blood flowing because the more you do it, the easier it is to do that because it is actually quite quite difficult to get that amount. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to see the results of that. Yeah. But yeah, so little tips. And it doesn't hurt that much. It's it not, does. My fingers are bad. bruised and cut. Every yeah. time I touch anything, it hurts. So definitely use your non-dominant hand. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got a tiny little cut and a, a, a little bit of a bruise. Um, but it doesn't hurt that much. It really wasn't that bad. It's very sore and I can't pick up anything with my left hand now. <laughs> I've got two swollen, bruised, battered fingers. <laughs> it, it, Slashed uh, fingers. Okay. Um, it wasn't that bad. Um, that's fine. It, was, it really wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, it was terrible, wasn't it, Carol? It was. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so while we've been in isolation, we've had plenty of time to do something, Carol, together that we haven't done for for a while. Oh, and that's binging Netflix television. Yay! Yay! <coughs> Which leads us into well, probably the next two parts of our show. Oh, uh, so. We're going to do a little entertainment bug, which we haven't done for ages. You don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. So, Carol, what have we been watching? We've been watching Squid Game. We have the new Netflix sensation that is Squid Game. Yeah. (coughs) So... What did you think of it? I thought the first episode was fucking slow. And I was, it was a bit. I was ready to give up. I was like, we're not watching this shit. You actually um, said that out loud and I had yeah. to sort of convince you that you need to give things more than an episode to get into them because you can't judge things off the first episode. But it's, it's, it was such a limited series that I thought I had to judge it off of every minute. <laughs> Everything needs to set up a story. Yeah. I Everything just wanted to get to the good to- bit. Everything needs to give context though, because otherwise none of it means anything. So, so we I managed to convince you to get through that that first episode, yeah. and then the end of the first episode was particularly brutal, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And that kind of drew us into the next episode, oh, yeah. and then we ended up binge watching Squid Game in two days. Was it not just one day? Was it? Yeah. I thought, I th- no. I thought we took a break and then went back. Did we, we watched do it all it in a day. All in one day. We have not done that for a, since since we worked abroad, my yep. love. I don't think. So yeah, because because we we'd watch like five episodes and I'm like, let's just watch it all. <laughs> so yeah. so we did. We did. We did. Nine episodes. Eight episodes. Nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine. Nine hours of TV. Nine hours of TV, which 
you know, if you've got a bit of a fever and you're not feeling great, just light the sofa and watch Stanley in it. Yeah. Why not? So I, I actually really enjoyed it. It's my style of show. Yeah. And the dubbing bit doesn't really annoy me. Um, yeah, I just look at their eyes and then... That's it. I've yeah. I've struggled. So I, I really struggle when things are out of sync, even. Yeah. You know, when yeah. audio and visual is out of sync. I can't watch it. Yeah. So I, I really struggle watching dubbed things because it just... It, and it, and there's just something that goes on in my head. I'm like, it doesn't match. It's really annoying. Yeah. Hard to focus on what they're actually saying. So so I I was really apprehensive about watching it. But um, I kind of, once I got into the story of it, I, I kind of forgot about it, lost yeah. it. There was the odd moment where I was like, oh, oh God. Yeah. And it just gives me a bit of a cringe. But I got over it. But so so it was really difficult for me to get into it at first but once I'm into it it's great now and that's moved us now on to Money Heist yes we were talking to the dogs um, who very gratefully offered if we needed anything from the shop they would help us so while we were talking about that um, Laura was like what you've been up to what have you binge watched because obviously we're going to binge watch something yeah. so we said we really like it um, and they said oh another we said oh we don't mind dub things we watch Money Heist yeah. and I was like do you know that's been on my to watch list for a long time yeah Let's give it a go. So we watched two episodes or three episodes last night. Yeah, I think... Hooked, love it. Once they have watched more, John was like, nah, I'm tired. I'm like, fuck you. And then I went to bed and watched The Bad Batch. For about own. two hours and I fell asleep before you anyway. I know. <laughs> I am ridiculous. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a good heist show. It's got a great feel to it. It's really, really good. Yeah, you can tell it's got more of a budget than Good Game had. I mean, different country, different kind of production. Yeah, you know? different so, style. Yeah, you know, like uh, Money Heist is Spanish production, and obviously uh, Squid Game's Korean production. Yeah. So. so yeah, so yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, getting into it. Want to watch more? That's my style. That's my jam. Yeah, we're really looking forward to watching stuff now, and and now that I've got through like one dubbed series i'm like well you know what i've found that once i get into the story i kind of let it go so get lost in it, let's it? watch a few more now there was one that you watched a while back yes um which... i've watched two i've watched a couple of dubbed things i quite enjoy the dubbed ones because of the style it's quite i don't know so the platform and three percent or two that I've watched and really liked. Okay, and give I us feel a like there was one more basic thing rundown of the synopsis of the platform. The platform. First. So it's a movie, right? Um, and it's I want to say a prison or some kind of. Yeah, I think it's a prison. Like not a psych ward or prison or something where you you you're there against your will. Yeah. And you're trapped. You're locked in. There are people who've put you there. Yeah. Um and I without giving away too many spoilers, um there you're in a platform, so your room is like an O shape. Not an yeah. O shape, like a squared O. What's that called? What a square? <laughs> but there's no middle. Yeah, so okay. So it's like oh my god, why can't I describe this? My brain is not working. It's fine, it's a platform. It's, it's fine. a platform. It's a room with a hole in the middle. Yeah. So there's two beds. Two people share a room. Um, there's no toilet, shower, I don't think. I can't remember. A couple of years ago I watched it. But I think it's just two beds and a hole in the middle. Yeah. 
So in the once once a day, this platform will come to this hole that will have food on it. Yeah. And you've got a very limited amount of time, like a minute, maybe two minutes, to eat what you can, and then it goes up to the next level. So, I thought it was the other way around. No. No, I can't remember. I'm. I'm almost. Yeah, it starts yeah. at the top. Yeah, starts you're right. at the top and goes down because obviously down. everybody. Yeah. Drops, so yeah. At the at level zero. Yeah, that's what it is. At level zero, it's a full. The chefs have just put it in this beautiful food, hundreds of food completely covering this full platform, and that is the only food there is. It doesn't get refilled, and it goes down level by level by level. So the lower the level, the worse you are because you've got like people's. Like leftovers, half-eaten things. People will spit on it. People will pee on it. Like it gets worse and worse as it goes down. And every day or every week, you would wake up and you'd be on a different level. And they like try to work out like what makes you go up a level, what makes you go down a level. And people will get killed on this. They'll like stay on it, and then they'll get trapped as it goes down to like the next one. So they'll get killed on it. People will try and climb and jump, and it's it's very brutal. But very interesting. And mm. it gets darker and darker and Yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah, don't 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 give the whole plot away, but yeah. just that's great for for the premise of what it now is. Now you can see why I'm not in the movie review that we do based yeah. on that. <laughs> Again, forgive me, my mind is not working properly. You are doing very well, my love. I really enjoyed it and I might watch it again actually. I, I'm I'm quite up for watching it, so if you want to watch it with me, that'd be yeah. great. We'll maybe watch it today. And then three percent or is it twenty four percent? I'm sure it's three percent. Three percent. It's a series. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a series, and you you volunteer to go to this thing, and it's like to prove you're the top three percent of the population. Yeah. And there's like challenges and stuff like that, and games. It's very much like Hunger Games, but like you want to be there, and right. it gets all very dark and twisted. It's great. Cool, 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 cool. That sounds great. Thanks for that, babe. <laughs> that um, and Squid Game, me and Alan had a big talk about that. So has he watched it? Uh, Alan! Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, Alan. Alan. So, something's just happened in Carol's head, and it is the thing that I'm getting to. So okay. We're going there anyway, my love, I promise you. <laughs> uh, so me and Alan spoke yesterday. We said that we are going to review... Squid Game, because we were talking about it, we have slightly differing opinions already, so that's going to be really interesting to talk about. Um, but we wanted to say a big happy birthday to Alan Scott Douglas as the host of the Hughes Reviews. Um, a big happy birthday to him. He is getting old as now. Levelled up. Ah, he's nearly, nearly at level 40. <gasps> Not quite there yet, but getting there, you know? Getting there, getting on. Getting there, Al. Uh, so a big happy birthday to you, mate, and we'll speak to you on the user reviews soon, hopefully. But Alan's going through a transition, another life transition, um, where he's moving from one industry to another. He's very busy at the moment, um, so things are a bit a bit up in the air for him at the moment, and he's in meetings sort of twenty four seven at the moment, just trying to get everything <laughs> sorted for these. Yeah. Crazy busy, and then all the time he's got off, he's is doing birthday things with the with the girls. So nah. we'll get to you as soon come. as we can, mate. So, but come. then when we do, we're going to talk Squid Game. So are you going to watch it again? Squid Game, yeah, probably. Yeah, I feel like you should 
watch it again. Okay. Because I think that's the best way to do it. Because, yeah, to watch it twice. Especially something like that, where it's, there's lots of things that you've missed first time round. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, I will watch it again. That's generally what, what we do, is is watch once for enjoyment and once for review. Analy- oh, I can't even say the word. Analytics. Yeah, that's what I was going Analyzing. for. Analyzing. Wasn't, wasn't going to get there, but that is what I was going for. Well, it's good that you got me, isn't it, my she love? Is. You're so lucky. So lucky. So lucky. So, because we're talking about TV and Netflix and all these things, I thought we'd bring back top tens for next episode, Carol. My favourite. So, (laughs) you've got plenty of time to come up with this because we're sat around the flat. But I want you to give us your top ten Netflix recommendations. Oh. oh. So I'm going to put a little bit of an addendum on it. Okay. So not something that's already in the Netflix top ten. Not something that like people would be like, oh yeah, I've watched that. So not like, oh, by the way... Squid Game. <laughs> Squid Game. Or like, oh yeah, did you know that The Office is on Netflix still? Or if, even if it's on or not, I don't know. Or, you know, How I Met Your Mother or something. Okay. So something that's not 100% obvious yeah. that you've watched on Netflix that you're like, everybody should watch that if they've got Netflix. Okay. So your top 10 Netflix recommendations. So not my top 10 favourites. My top 10 recommendations. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. Well, tough. I've said it for you, so you're going to do it. Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) I don't like that. Just not happy at it, yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, So, we've rambled and struggled and... Coughed. Made very <laughs> little sense. Um, I've cut so much out of this episode because we've coughed and spluttered and we're breathing heavy and we've struggled, but we've done it. We've done an episode and Woo! We, we're really glad that you guys are still listening um, after us abandoning you for so long. I'm, I'm so happy that so many people have like sent messages of support and... You know, people are still listening to us. We really appreciate you guys sticking around for us and being here for our comeback. You're the best. You guys, you muses are the best. The best. And uh, we wanted to show you how dedicated we are to you again. Yeah. By by doing this episode while we're absolutely shit at doing episodes. (laughs) But we gave it a go anyway. But we're going to go off and we're going to go watch more TV, put together some lists get over this fucking covid thing and we'll be back with you very very soon but until then we'll see you soon chat to you next week bye